there, America. Welcome back to your ultimate playlist podcast, full of choice tracks. I'm Damon. I'm Brandon. Oh, Dietrich. And I'm Taj. All right, y'all, let's get this going. Uh, This is side A of the record. This is where we pick a topic that we want to talk about, right? We pick our choice track. Uh, I don't know if my choice track is going to be something that you want to listen to, but... uh, and then we, we talk about it. So um, go ahead and uh, drop the needle, Taj. So uh, I hate calendars. I hate work. I hate alarm clocks. Anything that has to do with a schedule. But there's so many songs out there that, that reference days of the week. So that's, that's what we're talking about this week. We're talking about... <laughs> no? <laughs> I mean, it just seems weird that you pick something that you hate and then as a topic. But okay, I, I'm there with you. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah. so basically, it's my my uh, my my pick is my theme and my pick is based on um, what day of the week you know hits you the most. So I picked a song from The Cure. The Cure is a band that I've seen live three times, and I never thought I would see them live. I think I grew up listening to a lot of Cure songs, and I never imagined that I'd be able to, to, to see them live. I don't know. I think a lot of bands, when I was younger, I didn't go to a lot of concerts. So after moving to Austin, Texas, this is, claims to be the live music capital of the world. Um, and they do a pretty good job of that, but, you know, sometimes it's sometimes you got to wonder. But uh, uh, after moving here, yeah, I, I've seen a lot of bands live. The Cure... It is a pretty good live show. They've got a lot of, um, definitely have a lot of different types of music, but it's all, I don't know. I think they're the first, one of the first kind of emo bands. I didn't even know they were emo. I don't know how far emo goes back, that that reference. They're, they're more of like a gothic, black fingernail polish, you know, crazy hair. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I ever got into that phase, but, you know. My mom probably would have freaked out if I came home with, like, you know, Edward Scissor's hands, uh, hair, and, like, black nail polish. <laughs> so, uh, but that's fine. I don't give a shit. You know, if if someone reacted, cool. But that's, I think that's what a lot of fans of this band are kind of like. Uh, we're, like, in the 80s and the 90s. This is a little bit of an older band. I think they started, in the, they started the year I was born, 78. So... What do you know? Uh, Robert Smith is a lead singer of this band, so he's definitely definitely got a really good voice. But, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of different albums uh, that have come out. Um, the song I picked is Friday, I'm in Love. Thursday, I don't care about you. It's Friday, I'm in love. Monday, you can and it's a fun song. I think it's like... You know, it's it, it's it's talking about different days of the week. They mentions like different days of the week, which which day means what to him, right? And then Friday does nothing else matters. Friday I'm in love, so I got all this shit going on. And then when it comes to Friday, that's the day. I kind of feel the same way about Friday. I'm in love with Fridays because I have weekends off. So the worst day Sunday. When it comes to Sunday, I dread. I get this weird pit in my stomach, and I just dread the next day. Mondays are the worst, but uh, yeah, I can agree with Robert. I think I think Fridays are good, but yeah, check out uh, check out that song and check out check out you some Cure. Um, so 
what y'all think of that? All right, so I'll I'll jump in. So I also saw the cure, <laughs> but but my story is no! story is not as good. Hot twist. <laughs> so all right, dun, dun, so dun. I'm in my early twenties. Uh, a friend had taken me. Well, you have to understand. A friend had taken me to go see ACDC as my first concert, right? So, mainly because his uh, he had bought one, a ticket for his girlfriend, and then they broke up. And he was like, "I'm going anyways." So I was like, "Okay." So, come to find out, Fourth of July weekend. I'm pretty sure it was Fourth of July weekend. Cure was coming to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay. Thing was, they played this song like every hour on the hour because the cure was playing in Albuquerque, right? So we drove down, you know, we heard the song like at least three times on the way to drive down there, right? Get down to, and it's just one of those where it's like a stage and then an open park, no fencing, nothing, you know, just people lounging around. The sound system was not that good. <laughs> So they played the song, but everybody, because they played that song like every hour on the hour, everybody in the whole crowd was singing. Like all the other songs, you couldn't quite hear what they were saying, but when this song played, like the, the whole crowd was singing. Yeah, I've been in those crowds where it's just like everybody jumps into like, yeah, that's awesome, dude. Right. So, um, yeah, no, it's it's a good song. I, I liked it. Um, I, I will say he doesn't like Thursday. Like Thursday does not get any respect. Like Monday, like are just bad days. But he's just like like one liner about you know Monday or Tuesday. Thursday gets all the shit. I don't know what's going on in this song. But he's like Thursday, <laughs> go stare out. You're like, what did Thursday do to you, man? <laughs> like it's like a blah day. Maybe yeah. maybe maybe like his you know he just had a bad thing happen on a Thursday when he was a kid. And- he can't get over it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, he has he has no respect for Thursdays. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Thursdays kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah, Thursday. I, I I can get why he hates Thursday so much. Just because Thursday is that that person in front of you in a grocery line when you're in a hurry trying to check out, and they got like 25 items in the 15 item line, and they're going slow trying to push everything through, and then they go to pull out the checkbook, and you're like. Who the fuck uses a checkbook at this time? Check out. That's that's what Thursday is. Friday. It's like Friday Junior. Only you don't really respect it unless it's something popular going on. But um, you know, when I first heard this song, I did not know who the cure was. Um, nice. I full full discover. And then on top of that, like when I saw them, I was like, okay, they don't match the damn song. <laughs> Like by any means, I I I heard it. And I was like, okay, this is a tempo. This is cool. This, you know. And then I'm looking at them, and I'm like, wow. And then I had to go back and listen to other songs by them. So now I'm, I'm kind of caught up on, on the situation. But um, for the most part, I mean, like you said, it's it's an up tempo song. It's a good beat. It's a good feels kind of situation. There can get kind of dark in it, but for the most part, everything is is on point where it is, and that I, I, I have no problems with. Yeah, it's funny that you didn't you didn't know who they were until the song. It doesn't really represent a lot of their music. I mean, it kind of does a little bit, but this is from 92 albums called Wish. So, listeners, if you want to check out that album, it's a good album. And uh, I I don't dislike the song. I mean, the song's fine. Um, you know, I obviously I knew the song right away when he told us what it was going to be. And, uh, you know, um, 
I feel the way I do about songs that have been overplayed, and I feel this one's been overplayed. Like I, it started playing. Like I, I listened to it again for the podcast. I think I just listened to it one time because I'm like, yep, that's enough. You know, mm-hmm. like I know, I know, I know it by heart because I've heard it so many times. Um, and it's it's not a bad song. I've never really been the biggest fan of the Cure. I don't dislike the Cure. I just don't really want to listen to anymore by them so um yeah anyway it's a good it's it's a fine song it's just it's been it's been overplayed way too much yeah yeah definitely i think i'm right there with you i i don't know if i'm right there with you with i wouldn't want to hear, listen to the cure anymore but this well, song is definitely it's it's like the, one of the biggest radio hits that just never goes away I mean, I, I started like because I had heard it so many times. I started like m- like singing, like mimicking, like parodying his voice as I was listening to it because I'm like, I can't do this anymore. So you know, well, anyway. if I ever have a karaoke outing, I'm gonna request that you sing this song. Yeah, sure. yeah, that'd be great. I'll just do it in like an Adam Sandler voice. That might work. <laughs> so Brandon, do you, were you? I'm pretty sure you were in New Mexico at the time that they were coming for Fourth of July. Do you remember that? Or- <laughs> I, I mean, I was probably in college, and I, you know, I lived in a, that bubble for four years. So um, I don't, I don't remember. But I also, I didn't really go see concerts ever okay. until you know later in my twenties, like. I had only seen like like two or three concerts by the time I was out of college, so it was not something that was uh, was something that I was really into. Fair enough. I was just curious if you remembered because I was like I explicitly remember because it wasn't often that I drew to, drove to Albuquerque and it's like this is one of the few times I made that hour long trek. I yeah, like, I can tell you I would not have driven to Albuquerque to go listen to the Cure. But I did <laughs> drive to Albuquerque just to go watch John Carpenter's Vampires. So, <laughs> priority. a lot about me. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, though, for you. I mean, but uh, who opened again for The Cure when you saw him, Taj? It, I don't know. It, I think it was just them. Oh. We got there late. Okay. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. One of those. It was it was kind of a busted trip, but it was we, we did it. It was a, it was a memory. <laughs> so, yeah, you were you were a rebound date one time. <laughs> no, that that was for the ACDC concert, not not for this. This is a planned like you know you know thing. So, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so what did you pick, Dietrich? I was just curious, like. Um, what your, oh, little old me? Oh, your um, little old, old pick was. <laughs> yeah, so I actually had a couple songs in mind because, you know, I, I definitely love when people can tie in stuff that, and, you know, everybody else can, can grab a hold to or, or understand. And I picked this song after I, I originally picked another song because it was the first thing that came to my mom because my mom used to play that song every Saturday when she would wake up and, and wake my ass up so I could help her clean and used to piss me off, but yeah, I'm uh, taking too much trip on it. Yeah. So, but then, um, that was, uh, Alexander O'Neill and, and Sherelle Saturday Love. And it was basically about an affair. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> this song that I actually picked, um, is actually put it with me because it was, came out of town when I was DJing, uh, like trying to get into the club scene of DJing. 
am like one of the first clubs uh, downtown that I actually got a chance to go to. And DJ was on like a thirsty, uh, thirsty turtle. Um, and then what happened was I actually knew the manager that was there at the time. And he wasn't really looking for a DJ to come in, but he was looking for like somebody to fill in in between spots, which gave me the perfect opportunity to, to try out stuff. And lo and behold, this song dropped right around the time that I was going in. So it made perfect sense to match it up for that day. So this song dropped September 1st, uh, 2014. And, um, it's called, you know, Love Going Up on a Tuesday. And it's, uh, I Love McCoven, you know, featuring Drake. Got some club going up. Tuesday, got your girl in the cut and she Tuesday club going up. I was gonna go the original version without Drake, but now Drake kind of made that shit. So, um, just went ahead and pulled it back in. But yeah, that was that was like my one of my highlight songs in the middle of like the eleven to twelve o'clock hour before they start shutting down was uh Tuesday, and it was because I was playing on a Tuesday. Mondays they kind of left dull, you know, from everybody getting over Sunday fun day and that type of stuff. Um, Wednesdays is when everything really kind of picked back up, but for some reason we were able to, to kick it off on a Tuesday. And so that was my song. That was my choice. And all because I got the club going up on a Tuesday. Got the girl in the club and she Tuesday. <laughs> awesome, dude. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Best times. Best times. But, um, nice chill yeah, song, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What do y'all think? It's chill. I like it. I mean, it's it's definitely really cool. It's it, it's like it sounds like a throwback song. Uh, um, yeah, at least I like how you ain't got on time on the weekend. <laughs> that's like that's that's funny because like I didn't always have weekends off, but and I'm not I'm not sure that if he means like literally like how I would look at it, but um, yeah, it it's like. Yeah, so there's 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 never there was never a set schedule for me at one point in my life, and that was always that was always like the worst, you know, because I I couldn't really make plans, and when people were doing stuff on the on the weekends, I would still go, but I'd be tired as hell, you know. But when you're in your early twenties, you know, you don't give a shit. You can get wasted and then get your way home, and then uh, wake up three hours later. <laughs> <laughs> go stack right shells in. or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the hell I was doing. I don't even know. But yeah. I like it, man. Nice, nice chill, chill back. Definitely wanna I wanna look into this uh this artist for more stuff. And this was a single, right? Yeah, that was a single. Nice. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, and I, I dug the song. I, I don't know if I heard it before. It definitely uh, sounded familiar. Um, I mean, I know Drake. I'm not sure if I know the other artists, but I do feel like I've heard the song before. Um, or maybe it sounded something similar to what I've heard in the past. But anyway, um, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed the song. Um, you know, it, it felt, yeah, it, it had, I don't know, it's a cool vibe. I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. So I, the same with Brandon, I think I heard the song before, but I'm not positive. Um, but what I liked about it is that, you know, it's a song for like what Damon was saying, it's a song for somebody that works the weekends, you know, and, and that your, your days off are on a Tuesday. So, um, which is interesting because most, most other songs and like my pick that coming up will, it assumes that most people work Monday through Friday. So, uh, but this was a, a nice change of pace and it was a nice call out to those type of people that have to work the weekends. Um, 
what I'm trying to figure out is like if the girlfriend's choosy is it, I was trying to figure out like is that his actual girlfriend or is it like he's trying to hit up some girl but she's choosy because it's Tuesday like you know like I'm gonna I may talk to you on the Tuesday but you know I'm not gonna make any plans because I still got Wednesday Thursday and Friday to lock down somebody for the weekend is that <laughs> now let me let me let me let me let me lay it out for you so. When he says, I got your girl in the club and she's choosy, what he's talking about is he's basically dissing you saying, hey, your girl's in this club and she's looking at me. And okay. um, yeah, I'm about to take your girl. So sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sucks for you. Should have been here. <laughs> okay. Okay. It, I, I thought it's, it's like, more like. Damn nine to fivers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you, you, don't, you don't have to party on the weekend when, when you're doing what you want to do. You can party anytime. Anytime to be a weekend if you if you do it right. And they just so happen to be in the club on the Tuesday and, and got that shit jumping and yeah. I'm, gotcha. I'm laying my back down. I don't even have to say nothing. Your girl's picking me. She's looking at me. That's all I need. I contact and it's over with. It's done. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And then when I leave your town, she's gonna tell her friends about how we smashed and you're gonna find out after the fact and can't do nothing about it. Sorry. Totally makes sense. I don't get weekends off, but I get to fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, funny, funny. Hey, at least I fucked you in the beginning of the week, not on Friday when you expect me to. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Well, yeah, Tuesday's booty day, I guess. Right. So, okay. It, that makes more sense now. <laughs> so. All right. What you got, Taj? What you got? What do I got? You uh, okay. for your day of the week. All right. So I went old school with mine. Um, you can kind of say mine was the, you know, the the original uh, for your cure song in a sense. Yeah. In a sense, kind of. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I went uh, with a um, Fats Domino song, and it is called Blue Monday. Blue Monday. So uh, it's basically again another person assuming they're working nine to f- you know eight to five Monday through Friday and how Mondays are bad Tuesdays are worse Wednesdays you know Wednesdays even worse and like you know the, the girls calling and wants to hang out and you're like nope can't do anything and then like you get through Wednesday Thursday Friday and then Saturday you just blow your whole money spend so much fun <laughs> and then sunday you have the hangover and, and have to worry about going back to work on sunday so it has that uh, kind of dread you had <laughs> about sundays and having to go back to work on mondays so um yeah it was it's just a classic song you know just kind of breaks down the day of the week for you um and yeah it, unlike the other one, you know, it, it has, you know, a little respect for Thursday. It doesn't throw so much shade on Thursdays. So, <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I said it. I think, I think uh, Fats likes Fridays, man. I, I just picture like a John Candy scene, you know. <laughs> He's like getting ready to go out to the lake or something with his family for the weekend. You know, yeah, this is definitely this is awesome, dude. I, I like Fats Domino's stuff that I've heard. Uh, yeah, the lyrics are great. He's having fun. Can I go yeah. back in time and hang out with Fats and have a whiskey? That, that's what I want to do. 
On a Friday, for sure. <laughs> On a Friday. So, yeah. yeah, I wasn't expecting this pick from Utah. It was very surprising. I'm not mad at it. Okay. Yeah. Thought you were going to pick something on Gurley, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say TGIF was, was on my short list. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. You didn't say nothing in the end of the I knew it. It was literally on my mind. I was like, he's going to pick that. I said he was going to pick that. And then you didn't. And it was like, now, okay. Yes, I didn't know him that well. See? Boy, man, let me stop. Right? I mean, who can get mad at Katy Perry? I'm just saying, you know? A lot of people. A lot of people. Don't be hating. Right. Yeah, don't, be, don't be hating Katy Perry. That's TGIF's a Katy Perry song? <laughs> oh. I thought I thought it was like that 90s thing from ABC on Friday nights. No, no, they did like it was like Full House and Urkel. Family Matters. Family and Matters. Yep. Step yep. by Step and Yeah. Full House. That was a good. One. Thank, thank goodness it's Friday at ABC Network. <laughs> you know that was a good that was a good sales pitch. Oh, that was I actually applaud them for putting that in because people actually watch because of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, I think yeah. Saturday nights on Nickelodeon were were Nickelodeon, I think, or something <laughs> like that. So yeah, like yeah, yeah, like Clarissa explains it all. Ren and Stimpy, are you afraid of the dark? It's a good time. It's Saturday night on Nickelodeon. This is when we didn't have uh, girlfriends and cars. <laughs> or streaming cars. Yeah, to watch the show live. I'm like, I'm talking about my own life. <laughs> Maybe you guys have girlfriends and cars. I don't know. Sorry. I know. You ever sit on the phone with your girlfriend watching the show at <laughs> the same time? No. Looking back at it now, that show was hilarious. Uh, like, we're both talking yeah. about commercials and what's going on in the show. And we're like, um, I sound like one of your old girlfriends right now. <laughs> the, old, the old social media, sitting on the phone watching a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, anyway, it's hard to deviate. Uh, to go back to the song, <laughs> the, the song the song's great. Fat Domino is great. Uh, yeah, it's good. I mean, what, what, what more can I say? I, I don't know what I can add. Just listen to the song. The song's awesome, and he was and it, phenomenal. And right, yeah. And this, and I'm pretty sure this is one of his. I, it, I know it's not his biggest hit, but this is one of his biggest, bigger hits. So sure. So yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's me. All right. So I had a few ideas in mind, and I almost went with one, but then I thought, you know, I'm gonna save it. Because I may end up doing the album at some point. So I wanted to save the song just in case. Um, so yeah, anyway, one of the, uh, one of the songs that jumped to the, the forefront for me, uh, was actually the song I ended up going with. And that was Sunday Bloody Sunday by U2. Um, who knows when I first heard that? I mean, the song came out, uh, in 1983 from the album, uh, War by U2. Um, yeah, probably heard on the radio, maybe saw it on MTV. Who knows? Um, but the song has definitely always resonated. You know, of course, hearing the song the first time when you're young, 
you don't know what the song's about necessarily um unless you're you know like a, a baby genius or something um and of course then when you get older and and you learn what the song's about uh you, you know it's definitely a very political song and um you know it is kind of focusing on something that happened in 1972 in ireland that they call bloody sunday um it's uh it, the song is more powerful for it but even if you didn't know the 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 backstory or the context um, the song still, you know, still has a great message um, and just a, a killer beat as well. I mean, the, the drums that they start with in that song are phenomenal. The guitar's great. Bono's definitely, you know, I, I think it's one of Bono's stronger vocals. Um, it's yeah, it's just it's it's a great song and and uh, definitely one of my favorite U2 songs. And when I think of U2, like I think of, you know, 80s and early 90s U2 and this would definitely be one of my favorites by them um, and definitely my my choice for our theme today so Sunday Bloody Sunday by U2 yeah I can't say I hate that band uh, I, yeah I love mm -hmm. this this album's really good and this song is definitely one of my favorites from that that time period for U2 and U2 has you know they've changed morphed throughout the years but uh yeah, that's that's always resonated with me. And it's always made me think like, wow, holy shit, what the hell happened over there? Like it's just anytime I hear of like a song that talks about war or something that like actually happened that was just so tragic and it definitely makes you think a little bit. Yeah, I, I love the I love the drum beats in this song and um, vocals obviously are great. But the drums are really they really stand out here, so yeah, no, I love this. I love this a lot, man. We like the same shit, Brandon. <laughs> Sometimes. We do. More than more Sometimes. than Sometimes. More than fifty percent, I'd say. I think once yeah. we get past a certain decade, that's where you and I yeah. start to go different like directions. Together. Oh. Oh, like, like I would stuff. say like once you get past like like when you get into like the two thousands, I feel like that's yeah. where you and I sort of sort of shift gears you know like yeah with some of the stuff that's true yeah but i would definitely say like 80s and 90s uh i would you know there there's some similarities oh oh yeah i had a moment yeah and then damon's oh. gonna ruin it with saying something about nick cave who <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's that <laughs> <laughs> love it love it man oh all right, so I'll, I'll go ahead and chime in. You know, I got that feel good moment in there. Everybody gives a little virtual hug. I think we're cool. Um, this came out with 83. 83, yeah. Dang, gosh, I love that war album. Um, especially what was it, New Year's Day? That one, that was my dick. But yeah, this one definitely the point hit home. Um, going back listening to it, definitely can tell. You know, this is what I would say about YouTube. I've always felt like. U2 was ahead of their time. Sound-wise, I've always felt like sonically, you know, that's the reason why, you know, they're one of the top bands in the world and nobody can really mess with them and what they do is because um, their style is just so unique within itself. Man, like, this this song is one of those perfect iterations of that situation. Like, the way um, the drum pattern kicks in, the hi-hats kick in, you hear a little bit of a guitar coming in the background when, when, when Bono starts singing, and, like, it really draws you in and makes you pay attention. And then it's 
soon as the whole beat drops in, it, it almost feels like a switch up, but it's not because it's it's staying within that whole militant type of vibe, and and it it in, like draws you in and what they're talking about, and makes you go back and look over the lyrics, and makes you go back and listen to the to the melody of the song because it's not meant to be a happy song from from start to finish. So you know, for them having the foresight in order to put that in and and have that feeling of the song and, and make sure that they drive that home with their instrumentation, yeah, it's, it's one of those. It's like, okay, now I see why you are at where you're at and who you are. So yeah, it definitely hit home on that, bro. That was that was excellent. Period. So and and for me, it, yeah, I've I've heard the song before. You know, I liked it. It's it's a really good song. Um, I I really don't have a a lot to add to it. So, but but yeah, it was. You know, ditto. How about that? <laughs> I'll throw it. I'll throw a ditto in there. So. Nice. And and the song has the word Sunday in it twice. There's. <laughs> so, so you get double, double Sunday. <laughs> Good song. I hate the day though. So kind of makes sense because it was an awful. Well, it was also a very tragic day too. Yeah. yeah. So. So. Well, anyway. Uh, anyways, so. it doesn't make me hate you too. Any. At all, <laughs> no. it doesn't doesn't change my mind about the band, even if they are singing about sad stuff. But that's no, I think that's one thing U two does is they bring things, you know, to light. They're all about awareness, and they're very involved, very involved band. But uh, this is a good segue into side B of right. the yes. episode. Why don't why don't we help you with that, Damon? So why don't we go ahead and uh, flip the record and uh, let's go ahead and listen to side B here. So let's drop that needle on side B. Damon. So, uh, so Damon, yeah. you had uh, you had homework for us for this episode. Yeah, I did. I did. I I hate homework. Just like I I hate everything actually. But I did have some homework for you guys. And uh, even though I hate everything, I like this band. Probably it's probably one of my favorite bands. Um, all-time favorite, actually. And I think it's probably because every album they come out with, I think is great. No matter what critics say, um, I mean, there's some bands that can have, they have, like, uh, a really good album. There's One Hit Wonders. There's all kinds of different types of bands that have really good music. But this this band, just every time they come out with something, it's great. They are They have a lot of critics. A lot of people have, I think they're jealous, really. They have a lot of things to say about the band, but they're not they're not they don't really make sense when they when they when they criticize so i I just kind of blow that off but ironically enough my my pick is from the band u2 and this album um this is uh early 90s so it's it's it was released in 91 um the album's called octoon baby and it's it's one of i think i would say after joshua tree um which I like. I think Joshua Tree is one of my favorites. I have that in vinyl, actually. My dad had given me some old records, and that was one of one of the albums. That's when I first got introduced to U2, U2, um, and like the Doors and other bands like that. But I just I just couldn't get over how awesome their music was. Um, Unfor- Unforgettable Fire. I had that on on vinyl as well. And then uh, I think my sister picked up an album. Uh, I think it was a cassette tape called Rattle and Hum. And that was like their bluesy kind of album. And that's they're, they're, they have such a range. These these guys are from Ireland, if you haven't already guessed. Uh, this, this 
was put out by Island Records. Brian Eno did some, he's the producer. He did some stuff for the Gorillas as well. Um, lead singers shares my name, Damon. And I, I love that band too. But, you know, you can't go wrong with, with Brian Eno. And you can't go wrong with this band. Um, you know, the, the members are, they're all great. And so you've got, you got Bono as the lead singer. You got Edge on guitar, or the Edge. Uh, Adam Clayton and Larry Mullen, or Larry Mullen Jr. So that's that's the band. They changed up a little bit, I think, a couple players over the years. But um, yeah, and I can't. It's hard to pick. This is a choice album, and I've already mentioned some of their other albums that are just phenomenal. These guys were really young when they started, and. Every record they put out was just 100%. And on Octune Baby, I can't even say that I have a... I can't say, yeah, that's my favorite song. But there, there's a lot of... <laughs> there's a lot of good songs, man. Um, it's really just... I guess it's like... It's, it's up to when you're listening to it, like how you're feeling that day. And every song on this album is so unique that they almost they and some of the songs actually do take me back to Unforgettable Fire and that kind of feel uh one of their first albums and this is more of a late it feels like late 80s early 90s like the styles they're very fashionable this band Bono is known for wearing like Elton John flashy style sunglasses and they're always and they're activists. They're always out there trying to do something for the world, which I don't. I think they have made a difference, actually. I don't. I don't know specifically what they've what they've like done recently, but um, "Ultraviolet" I would say is the track on this album that I that I like the most. There are so, there's some slower songs, and there's there's some more like upbeat songs. This is also a time when I was growing up and trying to figure out you know who I was and. This kind of helped me a little bit with that. I've heard people say negative things about Bono and, you know, he's just, oh, like he's conceited, whatever. I think he just knows who he is, man. He's, he's out there, he's doing stuff, and he's making good music. And if I ever get to see these guys in concert, <laughs> oh, my gosh, I would, uh, yeah, chew off, chew off my own arm, go do that. I wouldn't do that, but that I would drive far for this. I'd fly for, for you two, for sure. I want, to, I want to know what you guys think. Maybe I'm just too excited about this. But, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, listeners, if you haven't heard a lot of U2, if you heard just recent U2 stuff, uh, or if you just heard something off like the Joshua Tree, but you, know, you haven't heard anything off of Octune Baby, yeah, check this album out. Uh, one of the best. You go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> Uh, I'll go ahead and start. I'll go ahead and start. Um, Yeah. So, you know, this this is one of those albums where I think we can both agree on. Um, I've always been a fan of the album. It was one of the first CDs I remember ever buying, uh, or at least it was a gift. I can't remember, but I still have the CD, and the CD was like in a cardboard like cardboard box. It was different. It wasn't a jewel case like some of the other ones at that time. So um, anyway, uh, yeah, no, I, I've always been a fan of the album. I am indifferent about U2 now. 
I don't know if I really like U2 as much these days, but certainly in the 80s and early 90s, you know, I, I am a fan of, of the band then. Um, and I get their, their innovation and stuff like that. But, but definitely this album itself, uh, I really enjoy. There's so many great songs, so many, so many hits on this, on this album. Um, you know, I, I just, I like, I, I think they're all very gifted musicians and I really like Bono's, Bono's voice on this album. Um, you know, and I don't know much about how arrogant or egotistical Bono was at that point. Maybe I feel like he maybe wasn't then, but I could be wrong. Who knows? I don't know the, the ins and outs and the history of U2, but. Um, yeah, man, I've, I've always really liked the album. It was a pleasure to go back and listen to it. It's been a long time. Um, you know, and, and when I started listening to it, definitely brought me back to being that age when that album came out and getting that CD. Like, you know, I can still remember kind of listening to it for the first time. So, um, you know, um, anyway, you know, I, I don't really feel like there's a bad song on the album. Certainly some songs are stronger than others, but, um, overall, I think it's, it's a phenomenal album. It's a great album. It's definitely one of U2's best. And if you asked me when I was a kid, what my favorite song would have been, it would have been, uh, Mysterious Ways would have been my favorite song as a kid. Uh, and probably would have been for quite some time. And then as I get older, you know, my, my taste shifts. Um, and, and, and it's a toss up. You know, I was going to go with one, but the one I actually ended up picking is, uh, who's going to ride your wild horses. I love the, the, I love the chorus in that song. Uh, and I just, I just dig that song. The, so that would be my choice is who's going to ride your wild horses. So, you know, that's, 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 uh, one of the songs I loved as a kid. When I first heard this this album, and yeah, I do I have the album on on CD, and it's yeah, it's the paperback, which is really cool. You open it up, and it has a lot of like cool artwork, like the the collage style is awesome, man. Uh, very very much so, like the early '90s '80s feel. I love that. Uh, yeah, I remember like learning and writing down the lyrics to that song, and just singing it over and over again, and. This is before I was like old enough to go to karaoke, but I've done I've done YouTube at karaoke. Not mad, not mad at all. Um, great pick. I, I'm like you, um, Brandon. Like as soon as I heard what the album we were going, the first song I automatically went to was Mysterious Waves. There's something about that walk guitar in the beginning that just that kind of brings it in and it takes mm-hmm. you back to that that early '90s feel. Um, but in all honesty, like you said, like they grew up, we grew up. Style change, songs like in my mind change. Um, I actually am an acrobat man. I, I don't know why, but acrobat kind of kind of sticks to my vibe just because it's got a swing beat, it's, it's a hitch to it, and you know it's one of those mellow, dramatic type tracks without going in so deep, trying to make you cry in despair. <laughs> so um, that's that's actually one of the songs that I just you know once I went back and re-listened to the album, I'm like, yeah, yeah, this this is the one that's 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 my vibe, that's my jam. So I'll go with acrobat for sure. And um, yeah, whenever egos are not in the way and and individuals are just in it for the music, that's when the music is at its purest. That's that's when you know that you know it's it's actually good for you to listen to. 
because now it's not about sales or anything of that nature. Now it's just because, you know, we love the music and this is what we want to put out. And you can tell in the artistry as they grow who actually tries to stick to that craft versus who's just like, um, I'm, I'm here for the fame and the money. All right. So <laughs> I'm going to go. Um, are you sure? <laughs> are, you, uh, all right. are, you, are you afraid to talk about you two or something? <laughs> Just bear with me, yeah. okay? It, oh, so, okay. All right. So I, I did not own this album as <laughs> when I was younger. <laughs> okay. Um, really, I I haven't really listened to. I mean, I know YouTube songs, but like I'm I'm I have never owned a, a YouTube YouTube album. Um, so this was kind of my first album. Um, that I listened to it entirely. Um, it. <sighs> I do kind of feel like maybe I need to give it more listens. I did listen through the whole thing twice, you know, different parts, maybe three times. Where I have a, a struggle is, well, and I'm not sure if it's sonically them playing around in the album, but the first thing that throws me for a loop is that the whole the whole background melody in Until the End of the World is the foreground melody for Mysterious Ways. And you're like, so are they just, and then as soon as you like see that, it's kind of like conspiracy theory where you're like, wait a minute, they copied an element from another song and put in this song. So it's like, I, I'm not sure if it's genius or it's just them reusing different melodies on the song. And, and you're like, okay, so, but I mean, the, the songs themselves, you know, individually are all great songs. So um, it just, it was, that's just kind of what, what threw me for a loop. The, the other thing, and it's just my mindset, and, and it's don't take it, but uh, until the end of the world uh, reminds me of early uh, UPN before it was WB shows, especially the opening theme song for Charmed. <laughs> so, I was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh man, this just reminds me of Charmed. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, no, the, it, I like the album. If I had to pick a song, um, probably it'd be one, I guess. It, it, it I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, that's, I guess that would, I, I would go with. Although I was curious when the, the Wild Horses one was, was very reminiscent of actual Wild Horses from like Rolling Stones. So that's why I was curious. I went and looked it up. So this came out after the original Wild Horses uh, song. So I was like, oh, okay. So, and that's what, what makes it interesting. So it's like if they're, you know, doing homages and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, so like you've never heard U2, like one of their whole albums in entirety. Right. So yeah, this is definitely like a new, I'd say it's kind of a new band for you, even though you've heard their hits on the, on the radio. They don't always play all their hits on the radio. They have too many hits. But um, yeah, no, I, I, like you're dissecting the you know, like the song a little bit, the songs on Octune Baby, which is that's yeah. that's cool. Like I think that honestly, you're you're thinking, okay, well, is it like is it an accident or is it genius? It's probably a little bit of both. I think a lot of musicians go into that where they're they made a song and it's their music, so yeah, you might hear elements of one song and another song. But also, I think they're genius musicians. So I think that they they just they do spend a lot of time like they're trained. These are trained musicians. So I think they do spend a lot of time with orchestrating how the sounds are going to be and the lyrics with the sounds and timing. Yeah. And um, I'm not a professional, but I think that's that's you know I definitely think that's where they're going with a lot of stuff, especially on Octune Baby. 
Okay. I just think it's a really good studio album, and I think that you would hear stuff on purpose. Um, but yeah, those are two good songs too. I mean, like I coming from me, you know, I'm biased. Maybe I just there's no bad song. They do have a couple songs out there that I probably wouldn't listen to all the time. But like this album specifically, though, like it isn't one of those albums where I could say I don't like one of their songs. But yeah, it's it's interesting to hear from you know somebody like you, Taj, that has like uh, you're kind of like a new ear to this. And I'm glad that you got to hear this album, man. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Well, all right. Anything? Any final words? Oh, this is this definitely isn't the Smiths. <laughs> no, I know it's not the Smiths, but but it's it's the uh, opening part. I know, and and even the Smiths is a cover song uh, of a different song. So, but yeah, no, I, I knew that, but I was like, which that's a great song too, by the way. But we'll go into that another another uh, episode for sure. Right. All right. Well, let's see. Damon and Taj, you two ready to get homework for next episode? Yep. I'm, I'm ready to get homework for next episode. I can't get uh, homework for next episode. <laughs> I, was trying to use you, I was trying to use you, too. You too. <laughs> uh, sorry. I should have picked Diedrich and Damon because Taj is the one that's going to give us homework. Yes. So, Taj, what's this homework that we have to listen to? <laughs> All right. Um, this is the- <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's good. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So this is an artist I, I really like. Um, this is a, up there with Frank Turner. This was one of those artists that I, I hoped to have seen live before I left Austin, and I did get to see them live. Um, and it's one of those things where, like, I came across one album, listened to it, loved it. Next album came out, listened to it, loved it. Um, you know, I've listened to most of her albums. Um, uh, they've come through at least once. Um, you know, I, I probably should stay more up to date with her, but, um, the artist that I picked has two first names. Uh, it's Brandy Charlie and the album name is Bear Creek. Like, and it's the animal bear Creek. Okay. It came out in 2012. So, um, she's kind of a American. Um, what did it say on the, if it helps, uh, she's an American singer, songwriter, and producer. So I'm um, more American. Huh? Yeah. Most of them are. Yeah. American, not Canadian, like, you know, like Damon, you know, this is actual American. What was her name? Merck. Yeah. <laughs> I was always Brandy Canadian. Yeah. Brandy Charlie. Never heard of her. Probably <laughs> heard a song or two, but I, I can't even place like a face with the name. So what was the name of the album? Bear Creek. So like the, are you the, saying Brandy Bear. Carl Carly? Is Charlie. it Carly? Is it Charlie or Carly? Carly. Oh, Carly, Carly. Carly. I oh, Carly. Okay. I know what okay. you're talking about now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Charlie I'm Carly? Carly? Yeah. Where were those to do Charlie Carly? But there was a there was a Brandy Charles that I found, but no, it's yeah okay. I know who you're talking about now. You know who I'm talking about? Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So it's the Bear Creek album. Bear Creek album, 2012. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. Glad we, we clarified that because I would have been looking forever. Right. I'm sorry, Carly. And, so, so all right. All right. Um, cool. Like, this is, wait, is this my grocery list? Am I supposed to go buy Brandy? Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, you got to go where the streets have no name. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no names on the streets. <laughs> you have to get lost, too. 
<laughs> Your wife be calling you. Where the fuck are you? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to find some brandy. Wait a minute. What did this say? Oh, okay. Right. All right. But this cool. has been Choice Tracks. Um, you can find us on our website of choicetracks.com or our email address, choicetracks at gmail.com. Both of those end in a Z. Um, please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Let's go ahead and sign out. I've been Taj. I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. And I'm up on a Tuesday. <laughs> And uh, no, I'm not in love on f- most Fridays. Some some Fridays, but I hate Sundays. I hate Sundays. We're gonna pick up the needle, but you keep spinning those choice tracks. <laughs>